Hey everybody, Mav here, and this is Xbox Ultimate, episode number seven. This is the week to check out this podcast because this is the biggest week of news we've had for Xbox in a very long time. It was a crazy week, a whirlwind of activity, just hype after hype, news after news, amazing thing after amazing thing. So there's a lot to be excited about, and we're going to recap all of that. Um, Also, this week, I'm moving the fun speculation of the week to the end uh, because it's going to cover some of what we've already talked about in this episode. And then also, we'll have our Game Pass game of the week at the end as well. So uh, stick around for that. Um, Wow. You know, it's... Well, before we get started too much, uh, if you want to check me out on Twitter at Fun Speculation, uh, you can also uh, watch a video of this podcast on YouTube. Uh, Fun Speculation is the name of the YouTube channel. Um, You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcasting platforms. So I appreciate um, any and all support, guys. Uh, So let's get right to this crazy week of activity. Um, Just kind of playing it back. Uh, It started back, I think, yeah, it was uh, Monday night. I think it was Labor Day night, late. And then we had Brad Sams drop this YouTube video out of nowhere. And it was the reveal of the much-talked-about, already-known-about Series S. But this was the confirmation. Uh, We got to see it. And also, he revealed the price. Uh, So that was big news. Um, You know, this was a huge leak. Xbox supposedly was planning on doing this next week. I do not think it was planned by them to have it leaked. I do not think it was staged. I think this was a legitimate leak and it spoiled their plans. But how they handled it was Masterclass. Their console marketing team did an amazing job with this. We can talk about their games marketing, you know, and some improvements they need to do there, but as far as what they did with um, flipping the script on this leak to make sure that they ran with it, uh, they didn't, you know, they didn't uh, cower in the sand and wait, you know, they they just rolled with it and we got... Day after day of amazing news uh, and information from Xbox that is gonna we're gonna be riding this hype train until the launch, which was also revealed to be November the tenth, and also later that same night, shortly after, uh, Windows Central, uh, Jez Corden, they dropped the leak and the pricing information for the Series X as well as the Xbox All Access program and the pricing for that. Xbox at this point was forced to show all of their cards and go ahead and confirm it later that night. So to break down what the pricing uh, is that they confirmed, okay? So we have two options. We have the Series S and we have the Series X. The Series X and the Series S are 
mostly the same except for a couple of features. One is the Series X is a 4K native machine. It its GPU is capable of 4K native gaming at high frame rates. It this thing is a beast and it's priced at 499, which is a good deal for everything you're getting in that box. But Microsoft knew that that's not going to get everybody into this um, next generation market. It's not going to approach everybody. It's not going to approach just the casual gamer, the the uh, the family that just wants to have a console and maybe get some kind of gaming subscription service or something like that. So they had another plan that we we want to. They wanted to have a tro- Trojan horse to put in there is what they're thinking was. But they say we wanted we want to have another option for people that is more consumer friendly on a wider scale because not everybody cares about 4K. A lot of people just want to play the games, and it's hard for people like me or you know hardcore gamers to understand how how can you not want everything to look at the highest resolution and and everything. But this other machine that they announced, the Series S, is going to be capable of pretty much everything that the Series X can do. It's just missing a couple things. For one, it's missing the disc tray. So they're building this around Game Pass and the opportunity of subscription service and digital games and digital library ownership. So you're going to be purchasing your games digitally, which most of us already do. And if you have a Game Pass subscription, you don't even have to buy games because they're going to keep rolling out uh, consistently. So this console is designed to have that option. Now, also, this console's at $299, a very competitive price point. Now, that's not just like, hey, I'm at the store. Ooh, there's a console. I'm going to buy it because it's $299. But that's approaching, for a lot of people, that's approaching that, mm, I'm going to splurge and buy something today that I really want you know and you go around you're looking at options and thinking about hey what what can i get you know the series the series s is a very affordable option that will make a big impact in households and give people uh access to gaming and the future generation to game pass and everything that they haven't had before but they weren't done because they've already had this xbox all access program but you know it wasn't widely uh talked about it wasn't widely marketed it wasn't uh it wasn't pushed very hard but what they wanted to do is have an option for everybody um now i don't know what the qualifications are going to be to get approved for this program so that will be the limiting factor right but for a lot of people they're going to be able to get the series s with game pass ultimate and i'll go into how that value improved in a little bit as well the series s with game pass ultimate at 25 dollars a month now now you pay that for two years and then you don't you then the console's yours right so it's 24 months at 25 dollars okay and it comes with game pass ultimate which if you were to get that by itself is 14.99 a month so basically, you're paying $10 a month for the console for 24 months. Plus, you get your $14.99 subscription to uh, Game Pass Ultimate. So they're, they're, lock, they're trying to get people into this subscription model. 
And then after two years, the price will just drop for them if they want to keep Game Pass Ultimate to $14.99, right? Uh, that's the long-term goal for them. And to be able to get people... For, for a kid like me growing up, you know, we didn't always just get to get a console whenever, you know, like we whenever they came out we we waited for christmas or you know um i didn't have a i didn't have a nes you know um because we couldn't get one so um you know a lot of kids and families are going to be able to have access to this at a reasonable amount that a lot of people can you know come up with that to be able to pay monthly for a subscription service that gives you so much value because you're not they used to be okay. We got this console, but now you know the games are sixty bucks. You know, the games are sixty dollars, and games have been expensive forever, right? So when you got this console for your kid or for for yourself, then there was also the next barrier. We got to get stuff to play. So a lot of times you got a console and you got one game, right? <laughs> you got one game to play. And especially back in the day, and that was awesome. You just played the heck out of that game, and then you went to Blockbuster or you went to whatever movie video rental place that had video games and and rented games. And you did that until you could finally uh, splurge and get another game that you really were excited for, right? But this this time when you get your console, and especially if you get the $25 a month thing, you're automatically going to have hundreds of games. (laughs) And that's not a joke hundreds of games are you're going to have access to and these aren't just crappy games these are triple a games you got you do you have indie games you have triple a games you have tons of amazing games that are going to be included in this and to have that option for people at $25 a month uh as an entry point is going to provide so many people with an opportunity to experience this uh, families that weren't going to be able to afford it um an an opportunity and that's amazing now if you care about the best and you want the most powerful next gen console if you want the most powerful hardware that's going to be on the market in console form for the next generation 35 dollars a month same program but they're giving you the series x 35 dollars. they just up at 10 bucks that's a great deal, guys. You know, um, there's, a, there's a difference between 35 and 25 a month. But one's a premium and one is still next gen, but you're not getting the 4K, right? Both are going to be capable at running games at 120 frames per second. We've seen that as they've already confirmed some games. So the pricing models that they've come up with, having the two options, 299 and 499, 499 is what a lot of experts and people... and anticipated i was hoping for 399 just because i was hoping microsoft was going to do something bonkers and crazy right but 499 is a really good value still for that hardware it is crazy powerful um it's going to be able to run 4k at 120 frames per second sometimes for a lot of 4k 60 um and then also you know a lot of options for 120 frames per second in games that have lower resolution you're gonna have a lot more options and modes for these games um and a lot of them are we're already seeing are going to be optimized at 4k 60 or higher so uh props to that what we've already been seeing at that console the 
uh, how powerful it's going to be with the confirmation of the games that we've been seeing come out with the fact that they're going to be running at those resolutions and those frames. Um, it just shows that, hey, this thing is going to be a beast. Um, the Series S is going to be capable of the same stuff. The only caveat, it doesn't have a disk drive, has a small it has a smaller hard drive, which also the games are going to be smaller to download because they're not going to be downloading 4K assets. So people have to realize that when they're seeing these like 100 and something gigabyte games that they're downloading now, it's not going to be the case on that. If you have a 1S, then you already know what I'm talking about because you see the game sizes are a lot smaller than they are on the 1X. So on the Series S, the game files are going to be smaller to begin with. So that 512 gigabyte uh, hard drive is going to go further than you might think. Plus, they're also adding some different things with uh, uh, ways of compressing. Um, They went into detail with some of this stuff before, but I don't understand a lot of it because I'm not a super tech guy, right? But it it seems like there's going to be... better ways that they're going to be able to get some of these file sizes uh, smaller, some of these game sizes uh, smaller for the installs. Um, but yeah, so just it's no disk drive. So it's all digital, you know, uh, about half the storage space. And then uh, it's also going to be doing 1080p, 1440p instead of 4k. If you can live with those things and you want the high frame rates, you want the ray tracing, uh, you want all that other stuff that these games are going to be capable of doing, then, hey, that's that's the console for you, and you're going to get it at a steal at $299 or $25 a month with a crap ton of games to play right away. Going into that, what did they announce the next day? I think this was the next day. Pretty sure. Maybe it was a day after that, but they announced this Game Pass news that we've talked about on this podcast before. That there was going to be some podcast, there's there going to be some Game Pass news uh, hitting uh, that Phil Spencer had alluded to it a few times. What was going to be that big Game Pass news? And then a lot of people had been rumor. Uh, there's been rumors going on around EA Play joining Xbox uh, Game Pass, and you know, it, it seemed like a it seemed possible, but it, for me, honestly, I thought it was a long shot. Just because you got to think about what's in EA's best interest, also. But wow, did they uh, did they figure out a way to make this work? Because when you get Game Pass Ultimate, and this includes for the twenty five and thirty five dollar a month guys, you know, for the Series S and Series X, when you get when you get, I know I sound like a commercial, but I, it's just because I'm actually genuinely excited about this. Um, when you get Game Pass Ultimate, you're going to also get EA Play. So, there's a lot of games in EA Play. There's a lot of older games. There's a lot of newer games. Um, EA, when they put their games in their vault for EA Play, they tend to stay there. So, it is a, it is a great value, uh, for people. We already had an amazing value in Game Pass Ultimate. But to have EA Play join it as well, that's just insane. I mean, you're going to get... Think about the, if Game Pass had a 
a whole sometimes maybe being the sports right so you're getting you're getting the sports games you're getting uh star wars games um it's just uh, you're getting like battlefield <laughs> you know you're getting some massive franchises are now going to be part of game pass uh need for speed is in there so you got arcade racers you got sports games you got um you got star wars games you got shooters and these are big triple a games that are going to be part of it plus you have a lot of smaller games as well you know for kids you got plants versus zombies which is always a great game um it's it's actually fun to play with your kids i I have had a lot of fun with that game you know um so adding that to xbox game pass is just mind-blowing that they keep finding ways to save me money xbox keeps finding ways to save me money that's crazy right like um they that was already a great value but they made it even better um they made it even more attractive to more people that are going to have more to play and if you're diving in at 25 or 35 bucks a month for series s or series x you're going to have access to all those games um <laughs> you that's not it, it that you get with you also get trials this is a different uh benefit you get with ea play but you get uh 10 hour early access trials to a lot of their games so that means a lot of their games you can try before you buy or what what they what they do is you get the 10 hour trial if you can buy it or not and, and you get a discount so you get a 10% discount i think is i think it's 10% um discount on your game purchases so before i so personally subscribed to ea uh what is called ea access but now it's ea play um uh, i was subscribed because it saved me money right if i bought madden and battlefield and a couple other games uh and maybe i got some dlc in some of the games by the time the year was out i actually had made more money back on savings right so you also get a discount on those games. Now, if you don't care about playing the new stuff that right when it comes out, after several months, usually their games hit the vault. And then you get access to those games for free. So, you know, you can go on there, you can play games like uh, last year's Madden, FIFA, you know, um, just t- tons of stuff to play, guys. And it's a amazing NHL is on there, Need for Speed. You know, just you can keep going down the list. Uh, what a great value that is to add to a uh, game pass and how it's going to attract a bunch of different kinds of gamers to that subscription. Um, so props to them for making that work. seems like them and EA or, or Xbox and EA are, you know, uh, kind of being buddy, buddy lately. You know, they had uh, the Madden reveal at their, uh, at their uh, May showcase thing. So you know, I, I think we're going to see maybe that relationship continue to grow in some interesting ways because rumored next month uh, there's something else that's going to be announced. And I'm curious if that might be hitting Game Pass. Um, and that rumor is Mass Effect Trilogy Remastered. Uh, there's one guy on Twitter, uh, a lot of you may know, know him, Jamie Moran, uh, the elusive gamer on YouTube. And he keeps talking about this game like he knows it exists. And I have faith that he's correct. Um, 
I've seen Jeff Grubb also allude to something regarding a remaster of Mass Effect Trilogy. That's an EA property, so you never know. Maybe we'll get uh, something to do with Mass Effect Trilogy remastered on Game Pass right away. That would be pretty crazy, right? So, um, kind of going on, I want to keep talking about some of the stuff that they announced because it didn't stop there. Jason Roland uh, on X uh, from the Xbox, part of the hardware team. He's the one they always have showing the videos of like the uh, hardware specifications and talking about technical stuff. He's kind of like Xbox's Mark Cerny, right? So they uh, had him have this video where they, he kind of explained things, and it just broke. I recommend for anybody who is looking for information on hardware information and the differences between the two consoles and what are they, that video that Xbox put out explains things better than anything you're going to see from any fanboy sites on either side, uh, better than anything I'm going to explain to you right now, or better than um, especially PlayStation fans that are like to bash on xbox for some reason you know just um just watch that video and it'll give you like a really good rundown and explanation of what these consoles are what they can do are they for you which one should you get um it he does a really good job so props to him and props to xbox for putting that out because they just are flat out honest with what they are you know what they do so i like that um and they kept going, you know, we got news uh, last night, uh, Dolby Vision on the uh, Series X and, and, the series, and the Series S. So, you know, they showed a little clip of, you know, uh, Cyberpunk running with, with and without that and what that can do. And, you know, it, that's, a, that's a feat. Um, it's like an improved HDR right so that's going to make the games look even better um then we also had several games uh be announced in in that i think it was in that video with jason ronald uh that they had shown gears 5 running at 120 frames per second confirmed for series s and x um we got news that rainbow six uh siege is going to be uh, uh, smart delivery and come to next-gen consoles. Uh, that also is going to do the same on PS5, I believe. Uh, 120 frames per second, which is awesome. You know, uh, so we're seeing a lot of these uh, multiplayer games and a lot of uh, different uh, games that we're excited about be announced with 120 frames per second modes. Uh, we had the announcement of the Falconeer, which is a game that's going to be a launch game. Uh, for Series X, we also got news of several other launch games that are going to be on Series X, uh, enhanced versions and and everything. So I'm going to kind of I have a little list in front of me. I'm going to kind of going to go through um, some of the games that we know are going to be optimized for Series X and S. Not all of these are launch games, but this is just games that are confirmed to be in development. For the Series X and Series S that are next generational games that have are taking advantage of the hardware. So we already had the games that were announced at the uh, showcase, but this list is in alphabetical order. So bear with me because there's a lot of good games in here. 
and they keep adding to this list every day because they they can't keep up, right? But so we got it as dusk falls, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Avowed, Balan Wonderland or Wonderworld, sorry, uh, Bright Memory Infinite, Call of the Sea, Chivalry Two, Chorus, Crossfire X, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Destiny Two, Dirt Five. Uh, that's a launch game, also. Um, also, Destiny Two is in Game Pass. Um, so they w- announced that deal with uh, with with Bungie, and they're having Destiny Two in in Game Pass, and that includes a new expansion. Uh, so that's amazing. Uh, so again, I said Dirt Five, e- Echo Generation, Everwild is in development, Exo Mecha, Fable, Far Cry Six, uh, FIFA Twenty One, Forza Motorsport, Gears Five. Gears 5, again, 120 frames per second on the multiplayer. Uh, Gears Tactics was announced, I I believe it was announced as a Series X launch game. Uh, Grounded. Uh, Halo Infinite, we know that was delayed. Could you imagine the hype, guys, if Halo Infinite (laughs) wasn't delayed? And we had all this news that we got this week, and we knew that Halo was still coming. So that was a... Just imagine how much of a blow that was to their plans, and to make that decision to delay that game that took some guts it does suck because we all want to play well not all of us but a lot of us wanted to play halo but the hive that would be around this console if (laughs) the halo was still coming at launch on november 10th with all we know it would be freaking insane you know i mean there would be so much uh, crazy excitement going around around Halo and that, but you know what? They they are doing the right thing and making the game the best it can be. So props to them for making that that tough decision because they knew it was going to be a hit for their you know marketing and everything. So Hello Neighbor Two, Hitman Three, Madden NFL Twenty One. Supposedly that game is a next generation game. You know. Um, they're doing a one-year upgrade plan where if you bought the Madden NFL 21, you could upgrade to uh, Madden Next Gen. I'm hoping that the reason that the current generation of Madden 21 is being bombed so much and uh, there's so much dislike of it because it doesn't seem like they changed that much, maybe they pull, maybe they held most of it off for the Next Gen version and we just haven't seen it yet. I hope so. We'll see. Marvel's Avengers. Uh, 2K21, NBA 2K21, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Outriders. That game looks awesome. Um, check out uh, the Gaming Beyond the Box guys. They're doing a uh, Outriders podcast uh, every every week. So uh, Forky and you know Wil- Wilmy Hood and those guys on Twitter. Uh, so GBTB Nation is the name of the uh, YouTube channel. And uh, they're really hyped about this Outriders game. It looks really good. Also, I mentioned Jamie Moran earlier. He also is really hyped about this game. I keep seeing good things about it. Uh, I think it could be a surprise hit based on the kind of the hype I'm seeing online about that game. So also we have that new Fantasy Star Online 2 game. I still don't understand how that works. It's a new game, but it still says 2 in it. So I don't know about that. But anyway, that's one. Pragmata. Psychonauts 2. Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8, Stalker 2, Scarlet Nexus. Keep seeing ads about that one. Uh, That game I'm actually personally excited for. I don't see a lot of hype around it, surprisingly, because it looks really fun. Uh, It looks like my kind of game. 
Uh, Scorn. A lot of people are excited about that one. Second Extinction. Hellblade 2, guys. <laughs> and we still haven't seen gameplay from that game yet, but we saw that trailer that was supposedly in-engine that blew everybody's freaking minds. So just wait till we see more of that. Then we got State of Decay 3, which looks like they're putting more money into that studio, more money into development on that franchise, and they're trying to make it into a bigger, uh, more of a triple a a little bit less janky experience still fun game though sadk2 they got tetris effect connected the ascent i'm really excited about the ascent it's got that top-down rpg uh kind of game you know it's um it it, it seems kind of like wasteland 3 meets mass effect kind uh meets this twin stick shooter type of thing you know uh it looks really cool um the gunk now, the gunk was interesting because I think it was originally it was announced that it was going to be on multiple platforms, and then they announced that they're going to only release it on Xbox. Um, and they said because they want... They thought it was because the hardware worked better for their game. So that was an interesting one. Uh, then we got the Medium. The Medium, I believe, is a launch game. Um, I don't know if that's 100% been confirmed yet or not. I have to go back and check. But if not, it's around launch window. And that game is going to be pretty crazy. It's taking advantage of a lot of next-gen features. It's not on current-gen. It's only on next-gen. Masquerade, Vampire, Bloodlines 2 looks pretty cool. Uh, Warhammer, 40,000 Dark Tide. Um, I believe that one said it was around launch. Uh, We got Watch Dogs Legion. We know that one's releasing this fall or the holiday time sometime around then. Um, Yakuza Like a Dragon. And WRC uh, FIA World Rally Championship. But Yakuza Like a Dragon, it surprised me. Um, and uh, I think Lord Cognito on Twitter uh, tweeted out uh, some stuff from that game. And it kind of surprised me because he showed the a trailer and he tweeted a trailer and he was kind of excited about it. And I looked at it and it was a turn-based RPG. That surprised me. You know, like that looks that actually is up my alley, too. So I'm now excited for that game. Um, So just all of these games are either they're optimized for Series X and S. Some of them are smart deliveries where they're current gen and they're also going to be available for next gen. And it's just a great list of games that we know about. And they're adding to this every day. More games keep getting announced. Um, Like, for example... You know, Rainbow Six isn't on this list, and we just heard about that today, right? Uh, so they're going to keep adding to this, and it's going to keep getting better and better, and there's going to be so many awesome games to play that are taking advantage of the next generation consoles. So that's great things to be excited for, guys. Um, whew, that is a lot of games, you know? Now, I want to talk about some kind of chit-chat <laughs> that we've been seeing. And this is kind of regarding some some games and stuff because we've seen the last two days now this news come out. And I don't really get where people are going with this. Um, so it was it was... Confirmed, and so it was leaked like it was some kind of like big controversy or news or something, and then it was confirmed by Xbox. But this was already 
if you really think about it, confirmed when they announced the consoles. So, so I think it was yesterday, the day before, late at night, that some rumor came out about oh the um, Series S, which is the two ninety nine console, everybody. The Series S is not going to be able to run Xbox One and he- X enhanced games. So I look at them like, yeah, duh. But a lot of people think of that and like, well, it's a next-gen console. What do you mean it can't run the One X enhanced games? You got to think about... Right now, there's two consoles. There's a One S and there's a, there's a One X. Okay? Next-gen, there's coming out. There's a Series S and a Series X. Okay? One X enhanced games are mostly 4K. Native. The Series S, we knew when they announced that, was not a 4K machine. Now, everything else about that machine is better than the One X, okay? Except for the resolution. The Series S is not designed for people that care about 4K. The Series S will improve the games you're going to be playing in other ways. You're going to get better frame rates. You're going to get HDR implemented on games that never had it before. And you're going to get faster load times and all those kind of advantages are going to be implemented into games. Lots of games are going to be Series S optimized, which is going to be an improvement in several ways over the One X. But they can't have you play the 1X enhanced version because those are 4K. So I don't understand why that's even like a th- like a thing that people have been talking about because that should have been known the second they announced the consoles. It's common sense, right? So if you want 4K, then you get the Series X. There is a console for both gamers. If you just forget that the Series X exists and you just focus on the Series S, it would be a disappointment that it doesn't do 4K native gaming. But that if you care about that, then you get the Series X. And that is more expensive than the One X currently. The Series S is less expensive than the One X currently. Now, they did discontinue it, but if you were to try and buy one online... Uh, from any retailers that still were to happen to have it, they were pricing at $399. The Series S is going to be $299. And it has several advantages over the One X. It has the SSD. It has the faster CPU. Um, it has the ray tracing capabilities and everything like that. So it is an improvement, except for the native 4K. It is. They're basically saying, okay... We're taking the 1S model and we're taking the 1X model and we're making those next-gen versions of those with all the next-gen technology. One is designed for people that care about 4K and the best, most powerful, most visual uh, striking experience that you can have for 4K televisions. And then they're taking the other one and saying this is going to take have every advantage that that console has as far as performance except it's going to be in a lower resolution. So if you want 1440p or 1080p and that's fine with you, then that console is 299 and it's less expensive because of that. 
right? It should be it should be simple to understand. If you want the biggest and best in the Series X, and it's four ninety nine or twenty five dollars a month or thirty five dollars a month with with Game Pass Ultimate and EA Play. So for some reason, people are turning this into like you mean it can't play One X enhanced games? Like it's an next gen console? Blah blah blah. It's, it's they're just missing the boat on the whole concept of what this is. You know, it's it's an next gen console. One X is four K. Series X is replacing the 1X. Series S is replacing the 1S. If you want if you wanted the biggest and best experience on last gen, this current gen, I mean, you're getting the 1X. You don't get the 1S, right? Same next gen. If you want the biggest and best experience, you're going to get the Series X. You're not going to get the Series S. If you just want to play the games that are all coming out and play them at the same performance except for resolution, then you're going to get the Series S. So, stop. Just because the Series S was announced doesn't mean that the Series X doesn't exist anymore and you're just going to pick on your the Series S as the, as the little brother of the Series X. You're going to keep picking on him now because you, you finally have somebody to pick on that's not, at, that's not more powerful than than your than yours right because you know that the series x is more powerful than what you want to talk about so you can't really pick on that anymore so you go after the series s to pick on that so start thinking about okay who is this console for is it for me or is it not and if it's not then get the other one right and this is going to lead down a path that I'm going to talk about later for my fun speculation of the week. Okay. But before we get to that, um, I just wanted to take a second to think about what a crazy week again, it has been (laughs) just bananas. I didn't honestly even get to play that many games this week. You know, just because I was so focused on all the news, I couldn't keep up with it. You know, you just you sitting there on Twitter, you watch you're watching the, these podcasts of the uh, of all these podcasts you like to listen to and watch. You know, you're getting sucked into all that. So I didn't even hardly stream this week. Um, I didn't hardly play as many games just because I was just sucking in all this information. It was it was a lot, you know, and that's amazing to have that. Um, turnaround by the xbox team um that in that short of notice uh with the leaks happening and you're probably like okay we had all this planned that's out the window let's get to action you do this let's figure this out okay we need to get this information out uh they sent demos of the boxes and the shells to people <laughs> so what i think it was yesterday the day before in the mail everybody got the shells uh, of the consoles so they could actually hold them in comparison and by the way speaking of that i want to comment on the designs okay so series s is a, it's a little funky looking but it's small and i think part of the reason why it's got the so it's got this dramatic um it kind of kind of looks like this <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube. Kind of looks like this, uh, you know, in the middle of the console, right? And it's just kind of like striking, right? And it's like, why do they do that? So it, I think it's part of design to have some kind of distinct feature. Otherwise, it would just be a white rectangle, right? 
which I think it look, would look good, but the reason I think it could be because the importance of not cutting off that air circulation on that fan, because that thing is, it's a little beast. That's what its nickname is right now. It's a little beast. And I, I would uh, hope that trend continues on Twitter because that thing is a monster and a, a little, a little size. Or it could be, maybe it could be the badger, you know, it's just ferocious little beast. Um, that's going to turn out 120 frames per second games in this little package. Uh, it was revealed that it was in, so nobody even noticed, but Phil Spencer had it in the background during an interview or something that he did back in July. And it was so small that it's sitting on his bookshelf that nobody even noticed it. <laughs> so this thing is white and it's got this, uh, like a, dark gray ish color. Um, it almost looks like a speaker, but it's like a, it's like the fan guard, right? The fan, the fan cover with the, for the vent. And, um, you know, it's personally, I like it cause it, it stands out and it, and it's gonna, it's going to become like a symbolic type thing that we remember. Right. But I think the reason they made it that contrasting is because they want it easy for people to see and understand. Don't put something on top of this. You know, if it's white and you have, you know, you don't think about us, the guys that know this stuff or like really care about this stuff and think about gaming, but think about like the people who don't or really care about technology or understand how these things work or anything like that. That's most people, right? They don't get, they don't delve into this stuff like, like we do, right? Most people don't understand that stuff or really care or think, even think about it. So, you know, you could have people sit something on there and it could, so, you know, cut off the, the airflow and stuff. So it's probably my thing is to make it clear that w- what it is as much as possible. So that's why I think they did went that route. But I do like the, I love the size of it. So personally, I have, I have, I have more than one Xbox as I have a few around my house and some TVs, I'm going to have the series S uh, for the places where I mostly use it for like um, media playback and I only play games on it sometimes. Um, on my PC, I'm going to put the uh, Series S for streaming because I think 4K60 streaming is not really realistic for me for a while. So I'll probably be streaming at 10, 1080p60, you know, which that machine will be amazing for. And you'll still see all those visual enhancements, you know. And then. Um, as far as like the main places I game, I'm going to have the Series X. So, you know, I'm going to got to figure out how I'm going to work all that and what I'm going to get for where and everything. But, uh, you know, I love that there's two options. Um, even for me, a hardcore gamer, it provides me options for uh, where where I put my devices and what rooms and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, and again, props to the, those guys on the on the week that they had. Uh, as crushing as it must have been for their leak to have happened to come out and get everybody as hyped as they did, even though you have the people trying to squash things and, and talk bad about stuff for no reason, you got, you got the message through and a message across. Cause I think most, most of the mainstream understands this and I know Xbox fans are excited. Um, and when we start getting to play these games, everybody's even going to be more excited. So crazy week. All right. So I, 
want to get into the fun speculation of the week. Okay. And that is pricing of the PS5. And now this is the Xbox show. But because I want to talk about how that might affect this, the Series S and the Series X for sales. Okay. Important thing to note, when they announced and confirmed the pricing, they did say estimated retail price. So they may have just intentionally left a little window there for them to be able to change something if PlayStation comes out and does something crazy, right? But I think we because the PS5 is like kind of it has that crazy hard drive that's super fast, right? Uh, that you know is expensive and plus it's in between like power wise it's actually in between the series s and the x i think you we're going to see a uh, a price for the all digital version that's in between the series s and the x if if i was if i was a playstation and i was trying to be as competitive as possible and still sell way more consoles than Xbox does this next generation, which they did this past. I priced the PS5 all digital at $399. And here's why. Because a lot of people are going to be comparing the Series S at that point to the PS5 all digital because both of them are all digital consoles. And I think they will see a $100 value that's worth getting in the PS5 All Digital because the PS5 All Digital is pretty much the same thing as the PS5 except without a disk drive. It's actually, they did confirm that. It's the same console just without the disk drive. So if you're saying I get the what they're going to sell it as is the full next-gen experience, that's probably how they're going to sell it at 4K, right? at only $100 more than the Series S, then I think for the people that are buying the console, unless PlayStation announces something like the Xbox All Access, for the people that are just buying the consoles outright, the PS5 All Digital at that price would be hard to pass up for people. So if if you're going into a store and you say, okay, well, this has... Okay, it can do 4K gaming, and it has a bigger, even though it's only a little bit bigger hard drive, but the hard drive is is faster, and it's only 100 bucks more. Then you also have those PlayStation exclusives that people already know, and that maybe there's a few of those launch games. I think that's going to be hard for a lot of people to pass up at 3.99. So if I'm PlayStation, I'm I'm pricing that at 3.99. If I am serious about maintaining this huge advantage over Xbox as far as market share. If they do that, I think, even though I think Xbox is still going to take a larger market share this generation than they did the last, especially because of Xbox All Access and because of Game Pass Ultimate and all this stuff that they're doing, it's a different thing than PlayStation's doing. I think that's going to help Xbox a lot, but I still think... As far as just next-gen consoles flying off the shelves, I think PlayStation, as long as they have enough of them, would outsell Xbox because of the PS5 All Digital at $399. That 
makes sense to me. I'm, you know, I, I am going to buy both because I play PlayStation as well. I don't play it as much as my Xbox, right? But I like those PlayStation exclusives. And if they price that at $399, that's the one I'm going to get as well as my Series S and my Series X. Um, but I, I, I won't even be interested in the PS5 uh, with a disc tray because I buy my games digital anyway, right? So it's a very um, interesting topic to have because, you know, maybe some Xbox guys would be upset saying that, you know, PlayStation 5 will outsell the, the Series S even potentially. But I'm just looking at it as like, Okay, what are what are the kids are gonna want? What are the what are the what's gonna be the hype? What what are people going to be going for? And I think the way they're gonna sell that at the now, no matter how accurate or inaccurate it may be, you know, with with power or speed or or whatever, you know, they're gonna sell it as the PS5 all digital is the full next gen experience, and the Series S isn't, right? They're going to sell it as well. PS5 can do 4K. Now, the average consumer understands 4K, right? So that's what's leading to some of this craziness on uh, Twitter, like we've been talking about with people like saying, oh, the Series S can't play the 1X enhanced games, blah, 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 right? People understand 4K. They understand that 4K is a new thing over the last few years, and when they buy their TV, they're buying a 4K TV, right? So when PlayStation goes and they say Xbox Series S, or they'll they'll probably say it as the Xbox doesn't do 4K. It'll probably be some genius marketing tactic like that. Buy the console that does 4K for $100 more, and it also has a faster hard drive. That's how they're going to sell it, right? And also has better exclusives. That's exactly what they're what they're going to say. You know, if now if they're at 399. That makes sense. If they're more than that, it doesn't matter. The value proposition is too good on Xbox. And I think, you know, that's the only way that I think the PS5 is going to um, sell more. The PS5 all digital will sell more than the Series S. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know because PlayStation has such an advantage. You know, worldwide, of course, the PlayStation is going to sell more than the Xbox. Just because uh, they have such a foothold in the international market, but but here in the U.S., I think it'll be a lot closer, uh, a lot closer. In that two ninety nine, that twenty five dollars a month is really attractive for people. Um, but you know, you come in with that four K at three ninety nine and tell people those things, then that's going to be this a sales approach, and they're you know the PlayStation marketing guys are amazing at what they do so i think that could put a i think it could put a dent in uh, in the xbox's plans so the the ball's in sony's court now because all this was announced we know that the xbox consoles are coming out on november 10th which it's rumored right now is a is a week or so before the playstation um we know that the playstation uh prices are probably are going to be more for for the at least the all digital now if they come out with a ps5 all digital at 299 that's i mean that'd be insane right and that would be like twitter and 
everywhere would just absolutely explode. The forums, the websites would absolutely explode. I don't think that's possible, but I think it'll be even close to that if the PS5 All Digital hits $399 and they market it the way that I told you. Um, I think that'll give people a lot of ammunition to fire at Xbox. Um, Maybe it, you know, Xbox could easily go make a Series X without the disc tray and push it at $399 and it would be more powerful than the PS5. But Xbox is leaving that $200 gap between their two options, right? So we'll see. You know, I think if I were going back and remembering correctly, props to Ryan McCaffrey if he got this right. Because I, on an episode of Podcast Unlocked months ago, I was listening and he predicted, I think, like again, I think if I'm remembering this right, that this that the uh, Lockhart at the time would be $299. The PlayStation would have a digital all digital version that would be 399 or maybe he just said the PlayStation would be 399. I don't remember what he said, but he predicted that the PlayStation would fall in line in between the two Xbox models. That the, at the time Xbox Lockhart was just a rumor, right? We didn't know it was a Series S for sure. I mean, it was a well, it was an unkept secret. And we knew that the PS5 was coming out, you know, and he said that he thought it was going to be sandwiched in between those two. And because of that, the more attractive option to a lot of people might be that middle one, right? So if they do hit that middle ground right there at 399, it's going to be extremely interesting. And I can't wait to see um the marketing from both sides about going back and forth the advantages the disadvantages um on what these consoles do i want to see the commercials that are going to start dropping uh for these consoles on tv um you know we'll, we usually when these consoles launch we see stuff like sporting events um <laughs> things like that i want to see the marketing go on and how sony uh, and Xbox go after each other on value proposition for their two consoles. And I want to know what PlayStation does on their price. Is if, like I said, it's 399, that's going to be hard to beat for a full next generation console experience. And that's exactly how they're going to sell it. So we'll see. Is it 399? If it's 499, if it's 449, if it's 499 for the digital then it's too big of a gap there i think for people they're gonna see 299 for that's 150 bucks you know it's you can sell 100 but it's hard to sell 150 um and then you then you talk about if it's more than that well some people are saying you know 549 or 599 for the ps5 because of the because of that hard drive um but that may be why the hard drive is so small just because of how expensive it is so you know i think realistically i think the ps5 is going to be 499 i think they're going to match the series x price the question for me would be is the ps5 all digital 449 or is the ps5 all digital 399 that's going to make a big difference so curious what it's going to be uh, the pressure's on them right now to reveal what they got to show. I am excited to see it because I am happy that Microsoft put this pressure on. 
because if it lowers the price of the PS5 all digital from Sony, then they saved me some money. So thank you Xbox for making a 299 next gen console. Um we'll see what that what the pricing comes out to. So um so that's with fun speculation, you know, of the week pricing. You know, my guess, I'm going to guess I'm going to guess 399 and 499. So I may be right, I may be wrong, who knows, it's just a guess. But we'll see, guys. That that'd be crazy. Now, if they did that and they, they had like some improvement with PlayStation Now announcement, where they're doing like their first party games, like day one and everything, ooh, that'd be even crazier. <laughs> so we'll see what they do. Um. So then I wanted to talk about the uh, Game Pass game of the week, and that is going to be my. Uh, arcade game that I was playing and I want to make sure I got the name right again because it was a racing game. It was I think it was Hot Shots uh, Racing. And that's a new art yeah, it's a new game that came out to Game Pass. Yeah, Hot Shot Racing. Not Hot Shots. It's Hot Shot Racing. And I, I heard some people talking about this game on Twitter and so I was like, oh, that game seems pretty cool, you know. Uh, they're talking about how good it felt and everything. So I I loaded it up yesterday, installed it. I gave it a shot. I didn't play much. I played a little bit, but that game has a great feel to it. It's fun. Um, it it's kind of like an old school racer um, experience it, to me. If I I was to compare it to anything, it kind of feels like Outrun from back in the day, just from the uh, what kind of the aesthetic and the way the cars drive. So if you like racers like that, if you like that kind of style of game, um, get, give this game a, a try because you, this game runs really well. It runs smoothly. The controls are really good. The cars handle great. It's fun to play. It's not easy either. You know, a lot of these racing games, especially these sim racers, you know, you have to jack up the difficulty on them to really get a challenge. Um, this one, you know, is it was a little bit of back and forth. You know, it kind of plays more like a a kart racer, right? With some of the challenge it has with the cars being able to zip zip past you if you make a mistake, and you got to stay in the lines and stuff. So, uh, really good game. Um, that I don't know who the developer is. I'm gonna look that up real quick. So it's Hot Shot Racing, and let's see here. Curve Digital. Yeah, Curve Digital. Yeah, that, I'm not even sure what, what all they make. But, yeah, great game, guys. Try try out Hot Shot Racing. Sorry, I know I should have had this uh, all typed up beforehand, but I forgot to do it, And I but I wanted this to be my game because it was fun. Yeah, so the publisher is Curve Digital. And it says it has multiple developers, so I'm not what that's a. I don't know what that's about. Um, yeah, it says Lucky Mountain Games and Sumo Digital, uh, f- fusing drift drift handling, razor sharp retro visuals, and incredible sense of speed to create an exhilarating driving experience. I, I can vouch for that description. That's kind of how I felt when I was playing it. So that's a very good description of a game. Um, Check out Hot Shot Racing on Game Pass. Another fire game that, guess what? If you get Game Pass Ultimate or if you 
get the $25 Xbox All Access, that game is going to be on next-gen consoles for you to play for free if you subscribe to the $25. Well, it's not for free. You're already subscribing to the program, but you're getting the console as part of that. So, you know, if if you don't think you can afford to get a next-gen console, this is an option for you guys. And you're going to have games to play, good games like this game. Right, and this one, this one seems like a smaller game, but man, this one's—it's fun. So these games keep coming out week after week. You also had Stranger Things three uh, released on, or Stranger Things that the video game, the arcade game, released on there. Um, these good games just—they keep—they keep coming out on uh, Game Pass, guys. And you know, we got the EA Play coming this holiday to it, so. Just if you if you were one of those people that's like I don't really like subscription style gaming or whatever, you know, give it a try. You know, it, it's like a dollar I think to subscribe for a month to try. So get, give it a shot because man, there's some awesome games, and if you it gives you the chance to play things that you didn't know you liked, right? You can find new things. I've already seen several stories of people trying a genre that they never tried because they, they didn't want to spend the money on it, right? Or, and I I can attest to that, you know, myself, you know? So, like, if you're not into a certain style of game, you don't, want to, you don't want to go out and spend the money on it because then you know the trade-in value is less and there's not... Or you got to look to sell it or you're not interested. You can't really take games back, right? And especially in the day and age now where a lot of people buy the games digitally... You you if you are unsure about it, usually you wait on it till it goes on sale. Then you kind of miss the boat on the excitement of when the game came out. But a lot of new games come out on Game Pass when they when they launch, day one, day one games. And if you are unsure about a genre or a, a kind of game that you don't think you would like, give it a try. You never know; you might be into this. And I've seen stories of guys trying RPGs for the first time, and now they're hooked on them, right? Like if now kids don't play Wasteland Three, but if you're over the age, if you're a teenager or whatever, you know, and you try Wasteland Three, that game's combat is insane. And try that if you want to try a different style of game. Play the Wasteland Three, and you might find yourself in a whole world that you didn't even know existed. If you just play sports games and shooters, right? And that's what this can do is this formula. How many, how many different kinds of shows have you tried on Netflix that you wouldn't normally watch just because, you know, it's there as part of your subscription, right? And you see that it's trending in the top 10 of the top 10 Netflix, right? You, you, sometimes you're like, oh, everybody's talking about this. I'm going to try it. And it, these these things, when they're just accessible and available for you to see and, and play like this, they get they open doors and avenues to try new things. And this uh, subscription model for Game Pass is going to do that for gaming. Um, it's already done that for a lot of gamers to experience new things and, and try new games. And it ultimately will end up selling more games to more different gamers. Um, so that's my advice. Try, try some game pass guys. Best value in gaming keeps getting better. 
All right. Well, that is my show for the week. We went through a lot because it was a crazy week of news. Again, props to Xbox, props to everybody that covered all of this. The podcasters that talked about this all week. Um, everybody on Twitter being hyped about it. Um, lots of exciting news. So, again, my name is Mav. You can check me out on Twitter at Fun Speculation, on YouTube at Fun Speculation. Um, this podcast, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcast, Stitcher, lots of different platforms. Um, I'm trying to decide where to stream right now. If I'm going to be streaming on Twitch or YouTube, it seems like I'm maybe getting a little bit more interest on YouTube. Um, I'm still growing, so I appreciate all the support. I'm trying to find my audience. So thank you to you guys who have been tuning in uh, for me from. Uh, starting this podcast now on episode seven uh we'll see where this goes in the future and uh where we take this thing but you know if you want if you have any ideas or if you want to see something or if you think i should do this in a different format if i should do it live with with the panel like a lot of the other podcasters do or if you think i should uh um, keep doing it like this or different kinds of topics or ideas you know, shoot me a, a DM on Twitter at Fun Speculation. Um, email me funspeculation at gmail dot com. Give me some ideas. Uh, converse with me on Twitter. I'm always open to talk to people. So, again, appreciate the support, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Take it easy. Bye.